0: Will it interrupt our service? If somebody in need bursts through during praise and worship or during the preaching, will that be an interruption? No, not an interruption. If somebody gets blessed in the service and bursts out praising God, will that be an interruption? No, unless... They make it a habit every service for the purpose of calling attention to themselves. That's an interruption. But when it's born of the Spirit, and it's obvious that it's born of the Spirit, it is not an interruption. And so I give you an explanation here of these. He had four good friends. Oh, my brothers and sisters, I pray you have four good friends like that, don't you? That in your time of need, they will bear you to the throne of God and not forget you. When Jesus saw their faith, not the man's faith, who? The four guys that brought him. That's what brought the answer from God. This man, he didn't have the faith. Have you ever been there? I have. I've been there when I didn't have the faith. And somebody else bore me up to the throne of God. And God moved in my life and did something awesome in me. My very first healing as a young baby Christian was because others had faith for me, not because of my faith. I had no faith because of their faith. That's why, beloved, it is so important that we gather together and pray for one another and that we also do warfare and we intercede and we learn to minister in the Spirit and we learn to pray in the Spirit because the Spirit of God will pray through us for those that are close to us and He will make those petitions known according to the will of God. And so he saith unto the sick, it says. And it was the persistence of the man's friends, wasn't it? It was their persistence. They would not be turned aside. See, I believe that there are people out there right now that they are pressing, they are looking, they are searching. Oh God, there's got to be an answer. There's got to be something somewhere. I don't believe that I am shut up to this for the rest of my life. I will not stop until I touch the hem of his garment. They're pressing in. And this man's friends were those kind of people. And when Jesus saw their faith, their confidence in God through him, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven and put away. In the Old Testament, they're covered. Jesus said they're put away. That is, the penalty is remitted, the sense of guilt removed, and you are made upright and in right standing with God. You are not only forgiven, your sins are removed, and you are declared righteous. That's what he meant by that statement. All of that is wrapped up in that... That statement, thy sins are forgiven thee. This is Jesus. Son, thy sins are forgiven thee. Jesus felt that this man had an inner need that took precedence over his physical need. Jesus, can't you see that we brought him to you because he's paralyzed? What is thy sins be forgiven thee? What is this? He needs healing. Jesus sees heart first, and he ministers not only to physical needs, but to spiritual needs. And in this case, I believe he's wanting to teach scribes and the Pharisees something. And I believe that's why he prefaced the healing with the forgiveness. And so then he said to him, in the Old Testament we read this in Isaiah 43 and 25, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more. God says, I forgive you for my own sake. Wow. Furthermore, he says, I have swept away your offenses like a cloud, your sins like the morning mist. This is Old Testament. This is wh- what knowledge they had at that time. This is the understanding they had of forgiveness and of God's uh, salvation. God and only God can forgive sins. That's how they saw it. They had the sacrificial system of slaughtering animals that the Aaronic priesthood under Moses had instituted and had been with them for hundreds of years. That's what they knew. With God, forgiveness is forgetfulness. What God forgives God forgets. Come, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins be like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be like wool. Clean. That's what God does. He cleans us up. He takes away guilt. He takes away the contaminants of sin. And he makes us pure and holy.